What is going on everybody? My name is Connor Lawler. Welcome back to another week of Weird News Wednesdays. This is the Heroes for Hire podcast and is the show where we look around all the world for all oh. of the strangest oh. news stories. <laughs> We're trying, a new, we're trying something out, it's fine. <laughs> I'm joined as always from my best pal, Mr. Sean Mead. Sean, how's it going? Good, Connor. Didn't have a riff this week, but you really fucking laid it I zoned out. Sean, this is <laughs> weird news. <laughs> we talk about all the strangest news stories from around the world. There we we talk about the news that the real news is too afraid to talk about. Um, Sean, I mean, weird news is one of those where it's close to our hearts. And yeah. so it hurts it me when... We like it. It's mostly because we like it. But um, if this is somebody's first episode of Weird News, I mean, wh- what do we do here? Oh, you have spent a week gathering all of the weirdest news stories from around the world. You're about to read them all out to me, a man too busy, really perfecting intros in my own personal time to look at any weird news. <laughs> so you're telling me in front of the mirror you're doing it or are you hosting other podcasts? Uh, no, in front of the mirror. Like a hmm. proper awards acceptance speech kind of deal ah. that I'm just doing little. Are we intros. are we picking up shampoo bottle as microphone or are we going just free hat? We're going uh we're we're going what's funnier than shampoo bottles? See that's <laughs> that's pretty good. A bottle of matey bubble bath, did you ever have that? <laughs> bubble bath, what was shaped like a pirate. <laughs> How specific <laughs> You could, I mean they were shaped like I think I had one shaped like Batman. That makes sense, yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm, yeah I had a Darth Vader one at one point. And you know cool. for a fact they're all the same fucking bubble bath, but I just put them in different containers like kids are fucking idiots, man. It's they're fine. All chemicals, man. It's fine. Idiots. Don't worry about it. Um, so yeah, I mean, this is weird news. Uh, if this is your first episode, strap in. If it's more than your first <laughs> episode, if it's more than your first episode, strap then, on. Uh, <laughs> You're more experienced. You need to teach the youngers. No, uh, if it's more than your first episode, we would much appreciate a like, a follow, whatever podcast platform you're listening to this on. Five stars would really, really help us out um, on iTunes, on Spotify, um, and a comment. Always is lovely. Love a comment. Um, Well, when they say nice things, when they say mean things, also kind of funny, but (laughs) Sean doesn't like it. (laughs) Yeah, yeah. I, I'm shielded from most of that. I keep I just, the, that stuff away from him. He's only a small child. He's just a boy. He's only just born. He's just a boy. He's only a baby. Um, so, Sean, this is weird news. There's only one place to start here. And it's a story that was sent in to us by multiple people. Multiple oh, patrons these are always good. sent in okay. to us. Sent us in this. Um, and I want to thank everyone for sending that in. By the way, we have a Patreon if you want to go. Link it links down below. Uh, if you want to support the show, you don't have to. It's absolutely fine. fine. Uh, you don't have to strap on or strap in or anything. You just, it's fine. It's over there. Um, <laughs> it helps though. <laughs> it's over now. <laughs> I think that's our, like welcome. Join our Patreon. You don't have to strap on. <laughs> <laughs> that's That's the only way to escape having to strap on to um, go to the Patreon. So, Sean, pigeon suspected of being Chinese spy released by police in India after being detained for eight months. Oh, oh there's a lot to unpack with this one. <laughs> How, I, in what world is this real? The bird was detained by officers after it was captured in May of last year near a port in Mumbai. Um, they accused the bird, basically, of being a Chinese spy. How, it, why, why is China spying on Mumbai? And also, in what, what, how does a pigeon communicate that information? <laughs> 
it was found with two rings tied to its legs, featuring words that appeared to be Chinese. Detectives suspected the pigeon was involved in espionage and took it in, before later sending it to Mumbai's Hospital for Animals. However, after eight months in captivity, it emerged that the creature was an open-water racing bird from Taiwan and had nothing to do with espionage. How is your... When, if you see a pigeon with something attached to it, how is your first thought not, that's probably a racing pigeon? Also, they've ruined this pigeon's stats. I was about to say, imagine if that was your racing pigeon and you're like, I'm guaranteed the, the million dollar prize this week. I, I, I swear, I need yeah. this for the orphanage. He's been juicing. <laughs> The pigeon is fucking gigantic. He's filled with steroids. He's ready to go. He's basically a swan at this point. Oh, my Jesus. He's going to beat the shit out of all those other pigeons. Nothing can go wrong. Nothing. Unless, for example, oh, I don't know, if an Indian official thought he was a spy of some sort. Is this the lad that dropped his phone in the reservoir by any chance? And he's just really having a terrible run of it. No, he was a food inspector. Oh, sorry. He could have been moved after the whole reservoir. He's, he was moved. If you don't know, he that was put story. onto national security. <laughs> <laughs> so, if you don't know the story, there was a guy last year in India who drained an, an entire reservoir of two million gallons of water because he dropped his mobile phone into the reservoir, and it, three days later he drained it all as if the phone would still fucking work. Would want to be very fucking good rice. I'll tell you that yeah. now. Um, well, you're in the right place, aren't you? Like, India, good rice. <laughs> Food inspector, like, good rice connections. <laughs> I'm set, lads. I just need the phone. Um, no, but uh, he released all the water, caused a lot of drought. It was in the middle of the summer last year. Not good. So you're telling me he was moved to national security as in, like, to stop any spies coming into the country and his first big break was capturing this pigeon. This is well. I think he hasn't had a big break. So when he mm. saw this, he was like, "This is, this is my chance." You know. Do you think he drained his a reservoir in celebration, or just as a it, hobby? Like cracking a champagne, I think he drains <laughs> reservoirs is his move. Just people, just like just so warm, and he's just like, "Well, time to drain another three million gallons of water. Who needs it? Not I." Like, how do people keep approving him to drain? He, like he drops his phone in the ocean, just drains the whole planet. He's just always dropping his phone places. Um, police then had to approve the bird's transfer. Oh, fuck's sake. You're not getting handcuffs on him. You're putting him in a little van. I imagine he's rolled out like in a Hannibal Lecter style mask. <laughs> I'm, I'm imagining the chase scene from The Dark Knight with the Joker. But that pigeon definitely has an owner as well. Like, who presumably yeah. didn't think it had been captured by Indian officials. Just thought just it had maybe died on the race what, nine months what ago. You, what do you think are the overheads on a racing pigeon? Like, how many are you losing? Do you know what? There was this is such a strange reference, but there was a documentary on uh, TV here in Ireland, like just before Christmas, about oh. pigeon racing. Well, and were you gripped by it? No, it was followed. It was following three lads from Dublin who had just gotten into it, and they just had decided that cool. they were going. And they went to like the World Championships in South Africa. Although I think the South African race, they stole all their money, if I remember correctly. And um, oh. they were like, you have to give like I think it's like two grand to enter. 
and then the winner gets like a fucking shit ton. But like people were entering fucking hundreds of birds, but the Irish lads had three birds. <laughs> they were like, "This is it. This is the big um, break, Johnny." This is all we need. Yeah, because you see them. There's like lads in town race them and stuff and you'd see them just fucking going around yeah but they have to like fly like halfway around the world so they're like you're like practicing and racing with them and they're like they fucking fly to the other end of the street and back and now they're like right now do that seven million more times off to senegal with you now (laughs) and i'll see you in a few days how do you know how do they know where to go how do you tell them the route like there's got to be a scientific or a, a nature reason why, like these yeah, pigeons just, are able to know. Because yeah, because they, they have like they're homing homing pigeons, like yeah. To know. But how do you how do you? T- I don't understand it. Doesn't make sense to me. It's like a rally. There's a, one pigeon has a map and he's calling out directions to the and other. And he's just letting everyone else know. Is it like the drive yeah, yeah, the yeah. passenger seat driver? That yeah, but it's mm. the, they're birds, so they're not in a seat. <laughs> I didn't sleep great last night, by the way. I don't know if that's coming across. However, after eight months in captivity, it did, yeah, they had to move it, right? So, uh, to the Bombay Society for the Prevention of Cruelty to Animals. I mean, you've locked this bird up for eight months and then they're like, send it to the Society for the Prevention of Cruelty to Animals. Perfect. They're mid-waterboarding him and then they have to, like, take him out. (laughs) What do you know? (laughs) The names... The name. I've taken all of his fingernails and he still hasn't talked, boss. I'm out of fingernails. Is there a lot of fingernails on a pigeon? <laughs> yeah, his boss is like, where did you get those fingernails? I just have human fingernails. Just <laughs> full on human ones. Um, I, t- I stole them off the guy in the room with us just to scare uh, him. Just to be like, you know, you know, Jim, he works on the team. Yeah, I stole his. <laughs> We're doing bad cop, worse cop. It'll be fine. <laughs> Just to scare him. Um, so the doctors then set free the falsely accused avian on Tuesday of last week. Um, <clears throat> pigeons have been used in spying and combat throughout history, including by UK forces in the First World War and Second World War to deliver messages. Good mm. stuff. Um, do, you, do you know we fucked pigeons over hardcore? As humans. Okay, please talk, talk to me. Nobody's ever said that sentence before, but please go on. Pigeons, we domesticated pigeons to make them work for us, carrying messages and the like. Yeah. And then the second we got, like, telegram and email, we just fucking left them. So now they have no survival skills at all because we bred that out of them. So you're saying it, to me that humans made things worse? Made things much, much worse. You ever see a pigeon try and build a nest? They don't know how, but they know they're meant to try. It's the saddest thing in the world. <laughs> they're like trying to put together a fucking Ikea couch from watching us. It's just like three sticks in a pile. <laughs> Your houses are shit. And are some of them landlords? Are, the, oh, the- are some of them buying up lots of nests and then set renting them out? That would be a vulture would be doing that, Connor. Jesus, ah! <laughs> oh! <laughs> it's almost like we come up with this stuff just beforehand. It's This just, is gold. The, look, the writing session was good this week. We're, we're quite <laughs> proud good. of it. There'll be other jokes peppered throughout the show. You'll know yeah. when they come up. Well, jokes we use loosely. <laughs> other sayings peppered throughout the just show. Just things we say that Sentences. someone might, might, you know, not hate us for. That's kind of our, our jab. Um, India has also previously detained the birds over security fears. In 2020, suspicious police in Indian-controlled Kashmir captured a pigeon that belonged to a Pakistani fisherman. 
So oh. they just stole a man's pet? Just, I mean, the poor lad. Why? Why? Investigation found the bird was not a spy and had simply flown across the border between the countries. So Why that's are a fancy they so way of saying they, they just he just the bird just flew <laughs> a yeah. few miles. Why are they so fixed on the idea that birds are spies? I I don't want to come out strongly, but I think this is all a ploy by real spies. Because if I was James Bond, the first thing I would be like, I'm cast at Asper. Like I'm, I'm like look over there. Yeah. Right? Look, yeah. look, who that bird looks a bit fucking suspicious. Now, if you excuse me, I have to sneak into the back. You know, I have to kind of go and do a few assassinations. But see that yeah. guy? That bird is fucking that shifty. Got shifty eyes. That's interesting. Yeah, have you heard the the the? I suppose the theory, the hypothesis online that birds aren't in fact real. <laughs> that birds okay. are spying devices that are set up by the government. So the idea is every bird is a spy. Yeah, no birds are real. Because why would a bird evolve to be like that? Okay. And see, it's one of those where I'm like, does Sean believe in that? Or is he? does he oh, not no, believe in that? I don't believe in it, Connor. I'm just saying. I'm just saying. I'm just asking questions, a bro. people <laughs> just online. <laughs> Look, I'm just, I'm just saying. Me and my you friends do your online. own research, but... <laughs> Me and my friends online all agree that I'm in the right. And look, you can say whatever you want, but you're just a sheeple. You know what I mean? That's all you are. I think it started as a parody, but then people started really taking it seriously. Did the movie Birdemic cause this? No, I don't believe so. Birdemic okay. was uh, some uh, some kind of climate message about how birds are dangerous. Because they're spies who aren't real, who are set up by the government. Pretty much, yeah. So, yeah, the posits that birds are actually drones operated by the United States government to spy on American citizens. The Reddit for this is fantastic because it's just people taking pictures of birds and being like, <laughs> fuck these guys. I suppose there's evidence everywhere because you just yeah. literally look up and you're like, oh, here we go again. Those you bastards. Ever a bird? No. What's the most suspicious bird? <sighs> What's the crow, obviously. I don't know. I think a crow is. Has its own. It's got its I own like thing the idea on. that all of the other birds are spies, but crows are real, and they're the yeah. only ones who are like they live in they live in a matrix simulation where they're like the only real ones that are like ye motherfuckers aren't real, and that's why they're so dark. Oh, that because they're, mm. they're woke. They're yeah, because they're woke. Too. They've got a woke yeah. agenda. Croak will that be a frog? <laughs> I was trying to figure that out. They've got a croak. Burgenda, yeah, exactly. Burgenda, nice. Mm-hmm. <laughs> That'll end up on that Reddit page. Five minutes. <laughs> oh yeah, I've already posted a Connor as an admin 7, of the group. Likes. <laughs> <laughs> this guy's got a point. <laughs> hey, we let him cook. Oh um, no, who let him cook? <clears throat> Sean, I think this bird finally innocence prevailed. Finally out free, can finish the race that I'm assuming finished probably nine months ago. Um, will he ever race again? We don't know. But a sad state. Um, it's a sad state of wrongful convictions once again. Yes, and, and uh, we're happy that, I don't know if the pigeon has a name, but I'm happy he gets to go back to it's, his friends. It's called the pigeon, uh, who, uh, Fred. Fred. Fred the pigeon? Fred the pigeon. Fred the Pigeon, classic Fred the Pigeon. Taiwanese Good. name there. <laughs> Shout out to Fred. Fred. 
<laughs> Freddy to his friends but Fred to everyone else um, Sean we're moving on to our next piece of news and what I have for the third week running because you keep knocking it out of the park I see every I know where single this is going. week and I will do this until I forget probably next week or the week after but Sean what we have on this show and people who listen every week will probably be able to tell the new listeners we have a thing called Sean Solves in which Sean solves problems that other people are having come to me with your problems I come to you with a flawless solution I mean he's never been wrong ever never been wrong and he's never given bad advice and you can take that to the bank you can go listen to all of the Ruder episodes some of them even have words said good ideas also yeah, mostly kind good of? ideas. Yeah, <laughs> mostly. I would say about poor. You're eighty percent good ideas. I would say. I'll take eighty percent. <laughs> I'm I'm operating at sixty percent most days, so eighty percent is fine. <laughs> you're eighty percent of sixty percent. Ah, that's maths I um, can't even do. Um, so, Sean, what I have this week is um, it's kind of an agony and situation as well. If you don't know, people, I'm going to find people who've said did agony and things or other people around the world. Then I yeah. give them the shot, and he solves the problems. Now we tell the experts to go fuck themselves, and I give a better solution. <laughs> Well, we don't have to. We could just be like, oh, well, we'll come up with a different scenario. But you, you took the hostile approach. and You have to cut everyone else down to make yourself taller, Connor. <laughs> that's how you get big. Yeah, that's the only way. How do I get a big house? Chop down the Amazon. That's logical. Makes sense to me. Um, okay, so, Sean, this is along the lines of our very, very first Sean solves. And okay. except it's the opposite way. Because I'm interested to know how your maybe solutions have changed over the last two years. It's been a long yeah. road, a long road you, here. You would think I would have evolved somewhat, yeah. Oh, well, I'm hoping so. I am hoping so because I have my boyfriend smells so bad he makes our bed stink, and I'm sick of it. How do I tell him? Oh, oh fuck. What's the okay? Now, with the first one we had was a lady who worked in a zoo, and she was smelly because of that. So, long-time listeners will know, Sean Solves the segment began when it was a guy going on a date with his zookeeper girlfriend and she stunk of basically elephant shit and all other types of shit and he didn't have a kind way of telling his girlfriend that she stunk of shit most days. Yeah, so I want to know if this fella has some kind of occupation that's making him smell like shit Mm. or... If it's just a personal choice that he doesn't wash. So, she says, I'm so sick of it. Every time he flips in the middle of the night, if I'm facing his side, I'd be woken up by the smell. He works from home. So he doesn't think he needs to shower every day before bed. Um, Okay, you just need to fucking tell this person (laughs) to fucking shower. It's not that hard. How old is this person? Um, it doesn't say actually. Um, Old I can't enough to do, know better. I can't do anything to make him take care of his hygiene. The clean sheet starts to stink after one night. I can't change the sheets every day, and I refuse to get near his side of the bed. We got a king size bed, but it doesn't help. Is there something I can spray over it to break down the enzyme or something? This is so frustrating. You want to spray a dose of cop on on yourself and tell him. <laughs> 
have a fucking shower. Now, this is where it gets interesting, though, Sean, because naturally that just was like, okay, cool. Just throw him into the shower, waterboard him a little bit. Problem solved. Yeah. Um, <laughs> but clarifying, she then goes on to clarify that her boyfriend showers every other day unless he goes to the gym or he can smell himself. So when he goes to the gym, he would shower every day. So if he showered today... He went to the gym tomorrow, he'd shower, and then he'd shower again on Friday. Okay, yeah, so yeah, change the gym schedule so that he gets a shower in every day. Every second day. No, because if he does a regular shower, like if he showers every other day, and he'll also shower if he goes to the gym. Yeah, so you gotta go, so if he shower on Monday, Wednesday, Friday, gym and his Tuesday, Thursday. Yeah, maybe a Saturday. Maybe a Saturday as well, but... um. The, the, the issue with that, though, is... And I, I mean, look, uh, this might be a dumb question. But how do you smell if you're showering even every other day and on the that, days you go to the gym? That's got to be a genetics thing. There's like no the, way you could... No way that anyone can smell that bad yeah. after one day. No, not with, like, standard fucking build-ups. The, the idea that, hey, I'm just not going to shower if you know this happens Mm. you know like he knows he smells like shit he smelled himself the fact that it's that bad that Um, like it infects sheets in a cleaning tips forum (laughs) yeah okay bleach the fuck out of him bleach him (laughs) Um, so he told me that he has hormonal issues that might cause him night sweats but he's not doing anything to treat it since the doctor said it's fine not to treat it. Um, someone then suggested, does he take protein supplements? My husband did at one point and it, he's, it made his sweat smell terrible. It then stopped when he start, stopped taking it. Um, so, like, it sounds pretty extreme if he's only showering every other day. I mean, and especially because he, even more so, he works from home. So he's not yeah. even, like commuting like picking up that fucking commuting smell like if you're doing public transport in and out and just like sweating maybe you're running for a bus maybe you're whatever like yeah. if you work from home you wake up a fight to nine turn on the laptop what is he doing to, to yeah, he's get just smelly? sitting there like there's he's not it's, it's he's not doing any strenuous work yeah so he's just so it's a hormonal thing fair enough but then you either need to just tell him to shower more, get a fucking prescription deodorant, or separate beds, which isn't hmm. a great solution, or leave No. Them. So this is the first time ever, Sean, that your solution has been to just leave them. I think my solution a couple of times has Most been of the time, change. actually, it's always leave, yeah, run away. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. Soon as it gets difficult, you bounce, okay? <laughs> Don't work on yourself. <laughs> Key to any strong relationship, no communication. Run yeah. away. Leave. You see a wall, you turn around. <laughs> a wall is just another word for red flag. Get the fuck out of there. What are walls made of? Bricks. Red. Exactly. Fuck off. Um, there you go. Hmm. You know, grey bricks as well for what it's okay. worth. But don't, don't, don't worry about that. <laughs> Not if you're colourblind. They're all red. <laughs> what? <laughs> Do you think, okay, so hang on. Yeah. He, has she brought this up to him at all? The fact that he smells I suppose, terrible. No, she must have. To be woken up by a smell. Yeah. 
That's insane. Now, look, there's another side to this. That would he say that maybe the owl nostril, maybe the nose on herself mm-hmm. is too sensitive. Now, I don't think that's... I'm just throwing, look, I'm just throwing things out here, right? You know what I that's mean? That's fair, she's not a bloodhound, like. She's a human nose. <laughs> the idea, the, the, the fucking unfortunate circumstances that the smelliest man in the world would fall in love with the woman with the best sense of smell. Yeah. Like, there's no way that's happened, Mm. is all I'm saying. So, (coughs) like, but but you you can't be around someone you have to wear nose plugs around. No. So then what do you do? I mean, unless he has to walk through a machine every time he comes home, which is like a full-on, like, shower. Like, like a... In like NASA, they have like those. I'm talking like a Wallace tanks. and Gromit style invention. Yeah, that like yeah. he walks into a tube and it like cleans them and then he walks out. What if we? What if he lived in a bubble, like Bubble Boy? Because <laughs> that bubble would stink, but oh. at least only the bubble would stink. Jeez, if it sprung a leak, imagine that. Oh, yeah, but you, no, he'd stink the place up. But every, once a week, you take him out to a field and you let him run around and you you pop a hole in the top and just let oh, all the good. smell out. Let it escape into the atmosphere where it yeah. belongs. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The, I just... Mm, I this is a tough one. Because there, there's no... He needs to be willing to do some stuff about this, though. Yeah. See, that's he the thing. Just, but, like, if he's got night sweats... I suppose, another angle. You solve the night sweats problem. Why is he sweating at night? What's going yeah. on? Is he having nightmares? Is he anxious? Does he have issues that he needs I to just, solve? Yeah. Go to a doctor, certainly, um, mm. because and I look. I'm, I'm not being funny here. It's winter at the minute. Yeah. When summer rolls around, <laughs> oh my god, she's going to be. Maybe he'll get rid of the sweating. Bro- no other alternative. Maybe piss the bed a little. What's a stronger smell than your right? When he wakes up, he's like, "What's that smell?" You're like, "That's you, bro." Then that's cool. You've kind of counteracted smells with smells at that point. But, mm, I don't think piss... Now, look, I know I admire where your head's at, because I, I like it. I'm not sure pissing the bed is the correct answer here, but you've, you've, put, you've, you've put this Shitting trolley car onto another... Now, again, see, mm, yes. you're localising it to the bed, but I think mm. you need to get him to smell the you worst things imaginable. You need to shit the rest of the house as well. No, yeah. stop. You need to that was cover the, the house last shit. week. Was okay, to cover sorry, the house God. and shit. Uh, <laughs> You gotta, so you gotta like, you, you gotta let him fall into a septic tank or something. <laughs> you need to, you need to associate bad smell with trauma. You need to traumatize your boyfriend. You need, you need to, to kill do- his parents while shitting, your, shitting in the sitting room. I, right? I like, I'm talking like jigsaw style saw trap. Yeah. He's waterboarded with like a septic sweat. container. No, you take his sweat. I don't know if you would just smell your own mm, sweat though. Just smell your own sweat. No, actually, that's a good point. So, you know? yeah, you got to take the smelliest item ever, and you got to maybe do some trouble. I think kill the parents, Batman style, Bruce Wayne alleyway with the pearls, and mm. then shoot his parents and in front of them, obviously. And but you like have to do it in a smelly way, or just associate smell with death. Yeah. Or no, look the, the less sociopathic way is to associate cleanliness with positivity you know so you unkill his parents and give him a nice smell of 
dig up his parents. Resurrect them, but give him an old fucking Yankee candle on the side and you're laughing. Like, yeah, just reward him for, like like a child or a dog. Reward him for getting clean. Get him some bubble bath. Get him a a pirate-shaped bubble bath. That'll work on me is all I'm saying. Are are you a bath man yourself? Don't have a bath. No, no way. God, would I love one. Oh, God, would I love a pirate-shaped bubble bath. (laughs) Oh, that'd be the dream. Can I have a bath in your house? No. Oh, fuck. (laughs) (laughs) And even if I I did have a a bath, I would still say, I don't think we should invite Sean around to have his weekly bath. I think that's that's a bit weird. Imagine I stayed over in your house one night and like the next morning I was like, oh, okay, I'm going to go like get clean and get dressed and start the day. And you just hear me filling the bath. (laughs) Actually, you know what? If you're staying in someone's house for the first time, yeah. that is a psychotic thing to do. That is an insane uh, Amazing. Move. Like, you're just like, sorry, can I just spend the night? Sorry, yeah. Uh, my yeah, car sorry, broke I'm, down. I'm, uh, I'm stuck. I'm jammed up. I'm in I'm a bad just, way. Yeah, I'm just, yeah, I can't get collected till the morning. Is it okay? Yeah, yeah, cool, yeah. yeah and yeah. then on your way upstairs, you're just like taking candles and like rose yeah. petals. <laughs> just, like, just want to make it special, you know, yourself. Yeah, <laughs> I'm getting a nice book and a, I'm pouring a champagne for myself. A little tray, cross yourself. Oh, God, I love a little tray. Oh, man. I just think there's so many things you can do, but with this scenario, there's only two ways. Yeah, I think you either celebrate when he does clean. Yeah. Or you go the other way, and as you said, you associate bad smelling things, sweat. I think you got to associate sweat with debt. Sweat with debt. Look, I, this is a reach. <laughs> However, it's been well documented by yeah. one man in particular who's not a very nice dude. Yeah. How to get some, how to stop yourself sweating. <laughs> you send him to war in the Falklands. <laughs> <laughs> You make his brother king, and then, and then he'll be set. Yeah, then you're you're laughing, clean sailing. I suppose that premise all relies on if you believe that that other man, the one that you mm. were mentioning, has yes. no ability to sweat, and perhaps he was telling lies. He would a member of the royal family. He has lying to us once. <laughs> Truthful Andy, we call him. Old Andy. <laughs> By the book, Andy, we call him. Um, Charlie isn't doing too well, is he now? He's, oh, well, that's actually true. That news came out this week as well. I mean, yeah. Andy's still doing worse, I I think. Yeah. But if I, like, oh, it's, none life. of them are good. But if yeah. we wanted to, it's like, if we want to test the hypothesis... That going to war in the Falklands can stop a man from How are we meant to send him to war in the Falklands? We need to reignite war in the Falklands. <laughs> and then send this one man as the one man to stop him. We need him to come back alive, though. Well, like, if he doesn't, it is win-win. Cause oh, true. She won't That's have to true. wash those bed sheets as much. So how do we set up another war in the Falklands? Do, we- do you know what, Connor? I'm not extremely read up on how the first war in the Falklands <laughs> happened. But I can skim it right now and we can try <laughs> and recreate what you do. it. The best way that we could probably start informing people is by skimming 
and then mm-hmm. just maybe repeating the first thing you read in a, maybe a confident way that seems like you know what you're talking about. Falklands War conflict lasted seventy four days. Uh, in Argentine forces and the United Kingdom, part of the Cold War. Okay, there's something oh. we can work. Was with. it in like nineteen eighty seven or something? It was in nineteen eighty two. Oh, close. Never mind. Yeah, it was nineteen eighty two. Second uh, of April, it began. Ended in June. Um, God, there's is Margaret Thatcher. No, that one. She was involved. Uh, she's she's out. Uh, we can't use her. She's she's gone. Yeah. Uh, so they're basically on a very surface level. <laughs> seems like the Argentine people of the Falkland Islands were unhappy with British rule. We can sympathise. I, I actually can sympathise with it. I've never experienced that before in my life. Really? Really yeah. now? Uh, no, so I have no connection to that. I think what we need to do is create a UK government that is so disaffected and uh, unconnected to its people that even remote territories feel, hey, we would do better managing ourselves. Mm. Now, that's going to be hard to do, okay? Because <laughs> they're rock solid. <laughs> No. I love the fact of like us being like I have no idea why Argentina would do that though it doesn't make yeah. any sense what a wild move to be move, fair to the boys right? to be fair to the UK now Sean now, that's a bit disrespectful because they deserve those islands 10,000 miles away like they, that's yeah. exactly where they should be that's their property that's their property <laughs> like how they own everything in the British Museum <laughs> Indians feel the same as us. I'm telling you, it's just. I will. The the there was a cover of Newsweek and it said the Empire Strikes Back, which in Good. 1982, beautiful. I mean, beautiful I mean, you're headline. killing it. You take the weekend off, you come up with that. That's absolutely I fine. Um, I don't know what you do here. So our solving of this problem is that we reignite a Falklands War and yeah. send this man to the Falklands War just so he cannot sweat like his big Andrew. Are he, like big Andrew and then this woman's problem is solved yes then she no longer has to wash sheets or wake up to a bad smell hmm seems like a long way to go about it but you know what you gotta respect it what are we gonna do talk to him no, no. You never never talk to your loved ones that is always step one and you can take that that's from Sean Solves he'll tell you that's that's bulletproof 100% <laughs> If they try to talk to you about something to do with feelings, scream. Scream yeah. in their face, run away. Well, and then what you do, you put one finger to their lips and you go, shh, firmly. <laughs> you say, hush now. Hush now. <laughs> it's hush now. <laughs> and, he, and then you go, ba 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 And then if they continue talking, fingers in ears, la 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 yeah. la. La 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 la. And then... Gets even worse, go, wow, you're talking a lot for an idiot. Now, that will stop the problem. Because at that That's point, it. they'll know you're joking. They'll start laughing. Everyone's having That's a good gonna time. That's going to go down a storm. Oh, okay, man, the, everyone's going to be laughing. Everyone loves <laughs> that. All the problems are solved. Fucking comedy's turned up. Um, Sean, we're going to move on to our next piece of news. Um, and I have... A sad story for weird news. Um, oh dear. I have a French man who is a legend. Richard Plow, I think. Plow? Um, who's 47. And he spent eight years and 4,200 hours assembling 
an Eiffel Tower model with 700,000 matchsticks. The model itself is nearly 24 feet tall. It is the world's tallest structure made of matches. It would have been enough to beat the record that's been held for since 2009, who only used 6 million matches to create... Um, or no, sorry, who used 6 million matches to create Eiffel Tower replica that was only 21 feet tall. A bit shit. Point? Yeah. Why bother? Um, after completing his creation, Mr. Plough said... He's, that name again, Mr. Plough. He submitted... <laughs> Jesus an application <clears throat> to Guinness World Records only for it to be rejected without even being looked at. Why is that? In a scathing social media post, Mr. Plough said the decision was a great disappointment and he relayed the record company's reasons for rejecting his work. He said, So, the story is, Sean, this man spent eight years and 4,200 hours Building a 24-foot-tall Eiffel Tower made out of matchsticks to break the world record. And then when he applied, they rejected the application immediately. But why? Why But surely that's just he's beaten the record. That's how it works. He said it was because the structure must be built from matches that are available to the public for purchase and don't have flammable red tips. And they must not be cut, disassembled, or deformed to the point where they are no longer recognised as matches. So, wait, sorry. So, you have to be able to buy the matches in a shop, but they can't have the red tips on them. Hmm. That's just just like cocktail sticks. That's just pieces of wood, yes. It's just tiny pieces of wood. But you can't cut the matchsticks either. No. How are you meant to obtain these matchsticks? So Mr. Plough, that name again, Mr. Plough, told the French media outlet, uh, TFI, he started off the tower with matches bought commercially, but became tired of having to cut off their red tips one by one after buying them, which makes sense. So he was chopping all of the fucking tips off all of his matchsticks one by one. So he ended up contacting the main French manufacturer to have the wooden rods delivered in 15 kg boxes. Um, basically he wanted them all delivered to himself so he could do it all in one go instead of buying a box one by one with 20 Fair matches wasn't it yeah 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 and and then he got this he didn't check with Guinness before any of this happened this is why it did weird news Sean because I love a bit of <laughs> he did this and then checked after yeah. he applied Check the rules because if it was just make an Eiffel Tower out of wood, mm. that's one question, I suppose. But making it out of very specific and hard to find matchsticks is another if, story. If you'd like to look up an image of the Eiffel Tower made out of matchsticks, Sean, um, it is quite glorious, to be honest with you. It is f- fucking hell. That's a, that's very impressive. Uh, Twenty-four the, foot the, tall. Yeah, no, I can't take the piss out of the tower. Like, <laughs> You can take the piss out of the man for doing that and then checking the rules. How? Like, because, uh, but there's so many. Uh, <laughs> sorry, that's a, that's a reductive statement. <laughs> so many. Are you a judge in this competition? 
Like, I just, I, like, because there's solid bits to it as well. So did he glue matchsticks together? So he says that he glued uh, together one by one. And his big complaint is, how are they still not matches? Are they too cut to be unrecognisable? They all look like matches. <clears throat> I mean, like, it's, it, it, matchsticks were his material of, everything in that was a matchstick. Yeah. I think that should be okay to like modify them a little bit. He isn't sure even... what he'll do with the model now. <laughs> Burn it, surely. That would look What class. do you do with a 24-foot Eiffel Tower model that doesn't qualify for the world record? How do you move that around? Like It must weigh a ton. Where, what would you do with it? Send it to Guinness's offices? Um, you, burn it, you, bur- you burn it down and then... You make a new one and it's a big middle finger made with the correct matchsticks. Well, it gets even sadder, Sean, because he's like, okay, I didn't get the world record, but the Olympics are in Paris this year. And he contacted the organisers to be like, this would be cool to have at the Olympics. And they replied, there's no room high enough to accommodate it. God damn it. (laughs) Leave it outside. It's fine. (laughs) This poor man. (laughs) Genuinely, I think... The 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 catharsis of burning this would be fantastic. <laughs> Who's having a worse week than this guy? Not a lot of people. I mean, imagine spending eight years on this fucking thing and then being like, oh, didn't qualify for for the world. Oh, um, well, at least I have the, oh, no, the Olympics uh, told me to fuck off as well. Um, like this probably kept him going through, like, quarantine and everything. Well, eight years, 2016. He's been doing it since 2016. The, yeah, and I, the, the fact he got matches custom made, but they came from a matchstick manufacturer. Mm. So, surely, I think this is rigged. I think Guinness I, I think records. the other guy got onto them. The, the, pre, yeah. the holder now was just like, nah, 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 nah. That, he's, he's juicing. There's no way. You know, you can just buy Guinness World Records. You can just be like, you. I think if you pay like two grand... You can just get a record. For what? Just like you can go as specific as you want. Like most episodes of a comic and entertainment podcast. Like you can just get Are you that. saying we should go for that? I just I, I, I think we're up for contention. I'm, I'm probably oh, boys. All I'm saying is people go to the Patreon and we will use that money wisely to buy yeah. records. <laughs> just to buy world records for ourselves. I mean, what, what record? If you could break a world record, what record would you like to have? I'd like one that doesn't. I don't want like the fingernail one. I hate that kind of stuff. Mm. I don't want any See, of that. The problem is, whatever you break the record of, I will then break your record just to spite you. Is the problem? The so once I know what you've done, I'll be like, well, I'm going to do just one more. I need something that you can't mimic. <laughs> Most friends. Uh, <laughs> I can't turn my knee 360 <laughs> <laughs> Yeah most near death experiences survive yeah, I can't imagine Me just leaping in front of the trains There was a lad in town here Who over Christmas drank 89 pints of Guinness In a weekend That's not true Cab The local paper reported on it Fuck so. off is that in the local paper That is amazing <laughs> So I don't know if it like 
they wouldn't lie, surely. But <laughs> the local paper, that's a scoop. That's a hot scoop that they've got there. So yeah. where did they hear it from? I like the idea of the like fucking journalists with the like the top hats in the bars with the little notepads yeah. like Oh, I need a story. <laughs> yeah, this is the fucking story that's gonna make me the big break that I need. So you're telling me eighty nine fucking points of Guinness. That's fucking points. bad. Say say that's over what, say a weekend, so that's maybe three days, twelve hours of drinking per day. Uh, so that's like 30 points no way yeah just under 30 points a day uh, pretty so much like tw- 29 29 no 29 30 30 you're talking about 3 pints an hour so a pint every 20 minutes <laughs> for 12 hours every day 12 hours every day yeah yeah that's Good shift. fucking oh, that's shifting boys that is shifting. oh you're moving he's doing numbers <laughs> Well, you wouldn't be moving too much afterwards, but you're fuck. And it's Guinness, you said. Guinness, yeah. Oh, Guinness. Guinness. his iron is through the roof. Oh yeah. Oh, he's his his platelet count has never been fucking higher. <laughs> but oh, I, I oh, oh, the, the other twelve hours must have been spent on the toilet. Oh my god! Like you're not moving off that thing. If you have thirty points of Guinness and then you stop. Oh. Like, <laughs> Yeah, I don't think at that point you can stop. I think just, you're like, your blood alcohol, you would be 1% Guinness at that point. <laughs> like, there's like, he's got to fit it all in. So he's like, okay, 12 hours of drinking. Then I finish, go to sleep straight away, get a solid eight hours. Then the pr- next four hours are spent shitting. And then I'm yeah. ready to go again. It, it, you would be out of, you, you, like, what a terrible way to start your new year. <laughs> Sorry. It was 81 points of Guinness. Oh, so yeah. that's fucking nothing. I did that yesterday. Be- beating his previous record of 78. What are you talking about his previous record? He's, he's a, just local a local legend. alcoholic. <laughs> he's not. He said, no, he's, uh, where is it? We should have had this on Weird News. Uh, I just did it for a bit of crack. It was enjoyable to do at the time, though. And I think as a one-off, it's okay to do. I mean, that is something an alcoholic tells himself. That it's okay you know when yeah. they say drink in moderation? I think if he doesn't drink for six months, he still drank too much. That's it, yeah. If he doesn't drink for the rest of his life, <laughs> yes. 81 points of Guinness will do he damage He still might die of alcohol poisoning. Yeah, it's very likely. He, he's been sober for 22 years, but my God, he died of alcohol poisoning because he drank 89 <laughs> points. It, re- it got him in the end. <laughs> got him in the end. Um, I can't believe it. Maybe next weird news, we, you just covered the local newspaper just see and what's going on. We'll see what's going on in there. Because yeah, I want to know. I can try that. can dox myself. That's fine. Just that's fine. Tell them to the street. To the day. <laughs> <laughs> um, okay, Sean. I think we should move on. Um, because I have a Florida lawmaker that really caught my eye this week. We're going to Florida. Mm-hmm. Because I have Florida lawmaker says bill to loosen rules on killing bears is aimed at the ones that are on crack. She, oh, oh, Jesus Christ. Uh, I mean, if you had to pick a bear to kill. I mean, you got to take the ones on crack out first. They are the most energetic. Crack, like we've gone past cocaine bear. We're yeah. on straight crack straight bear. crack, man. Straight crack bear. Crack is insane as a drug, like, um, for a bear a Florida, to have access. A Florida lawmaker is seeking looser regulations on the killing of wildlife, and he has claimed that black bears high on crack 
are breaking into people's homes and tearing them apart as if the bears not on crack when they break in, sit on the couch and have a cup of tea. Yeah, you're really, yeah, you're, 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 you're targeting arguably the most vulnerable bears, the one who ha- the ones mm. who have an addiction to crack. Um, what, also, he wants looser regulations. So here's the thing, right? Florida is one of my favorite, pl- in that, like, it's the most insane place in the world, I would say. Um, has no laws, really. This is a Florida lawmaker. This is one of the people who make the laws. Um, and he has a passion for hunting. And even by the already, I would say, crazy standards of Florida, he really stood out to me this week in that uh, this was what his quote was. We're talking about the ones that are on crack and they break your door down and they're standing in your living room growling. (laughs) Did this happen to this man? Did a bear on crack break into his house? Did a bear hurt him? And they drug tested the bear and it was on crack. When you run into one of these crack bears, you should be able to shoot it. Period. And you shouldn't have to pause or be afraid you're going to get arrested or harassed or pay fines. That's just crazy. (laughs) How, like, I think, I think no, no one would fault you if a bear was about to kill you and you shot the bear. I mean, yeah, like I was about to say, like, is is that a law that you're not allowed to do that? I do understand hunting the bear, but if yeah, the bear hunting. breaks into your home, does stand your law ground still count for the bear? The, the, well, the bear, the bear doesn't ascribe to human law. The bear has no, no but for opinion. you, because like the stand your law thing, stand your ground thing in America is like you can shoot people who come in. So yeah. like, if the bear breaks in, I think so, right? Surely like, you're allowed to shoot anything that comes in. <laughs> yeah, like, yeah. If an endangered, if a Sumatran tiger <laughs> broke in, fair enough, it's endangered. But you're still, but you're if allowed you two to of your yourself. children. I think you're still allowed to shoot the fucking tiger. Yeah, two, two, two of us for one of theirs. Yeah, yeah. That's yeah. <laughs> the rules. And you have a third child there. If you kill him, I'm going to come for the rest of your family. Just yeah, to let you know. It's a warning. Keep, leave um, me my bloodline. So, like, the Guardian was unable to find one documented incident of any of Florida's estimated population of 4,050 black bears having ever ingested any crack cocaine. Ever. But. Doesn't, doesn't crack have to be smoked? Does yes, <laughs> has to be burned and of, smoked. It's, it's a lot of uh, it, it's a lot of dexterity that a bear doesn't typically have. Bears are strictly cocaine. We know that they're a fan of the powder. They're not burning stuff. The no, they're yeah, yeah. Anything ingestible, they'll have. Love um, a brownie. Now he did not uh, return for clarification where this was put to him and his people that. There has not been one case of any bears ever being on crack cocaine, but he's very determined to get this bill passed that you should be specifically allowed to shoot bears that are on crack cocaine. What, what if he's like, he's really hurriedly trying to get this thing through because he just had a bear steal a bunch of crack from him and he's worried it's about to come back for more. <laughs> He's like, we got to stop these crack bears, man. They're fucking crazy. Um, So apparently the opponents obviously say the bill will allow people to kill bears even if no threat exists. They'd argue self-defense because the people would have no authority to investigate anymore. Um, 
However, Shoff, who's Jerry Shoff is his name, he argued that his taking of bears bill is not about bears. Said protections against animal cruelty and baiting would remain. He accused critics of fear-mongering instead and insisted his target was nuisance bears. <laughs> right? Don't say that and not just crack bears. Like. Yeah, I think it's different because he comes in strong with we got to kill all the crack cocaine bears. And then I think if Hun being questioned, he's like, well, um, well, like any bear, like just any bear, it's causing a hassle to you. Like, but just fucking shoot them like they're just out in the fucking open shoot the bear be grand I, but again I think we've hit the thing is like I don't think anyone would fault you for shooting a bear that was clearly on crack yeah like if a bear <laughs> has, a little, has a little pipe in its paw yeah. it's like clearly clearly on crack no but like if a bear comes in and eats is fucking chewing on your arm I think yeah. you have the right if you, to fucking shoot the bear. Yeah. If I was doing that to a bear, a bear would kill me. I think so too. I think the rules are, if you equal, do it to the bear, it'd kill fights. you. Same rules. Yeah. You ever smoke crack? <laughs> <laughs> Not today. <laughs> oh, fair. Fair play. Yeah. I suppose today, it's, it's Wednesday. Like, it's Wednesday. It's a, we- it's a quiet owl day. Now fucking crack yeah. Thursday. Now that's where you fucking get it. Crack all all my friends keep thinking I'm going for having a bit of fun. I'm like, no, no, no. This no, is the no. other one in Ireland. I'm actually going back. I smoke back. crack instead of having think, meals. Yeah. <laughs> I always say, oh, James, I love a bit of crack. And the people are like, ah, he's all about the fun. I'm like, no. Yeah. That's not what but I'm Connor saying. loves a party. <laughs> that's not what I'm saying, lads. Um, <laughs> so, <laughs> um, he says that under current law, you can't kill a bear in self-defense, apparently, if the bear what? enters your home. However... Adam Siglowski says, this is untrue. <laughs> of course it is. Because why would it be? It's a bear in your house. You can do what you want. All bets are off at that point. If the bear is in your house, you're allowed to kill the bear, which is true. And so they had to, like, the other group had to come out. Uh, by the way, the wildlife advocacy group had to come out and be like, he wants this because you're not allowed to kill a bear that's in your house. But that's just... Not true, because also the commission only recorded three incidents of physical contact between black bears and humans in all of 2023 in all of Florida. So there was three incidents all last year of this. This man definitely owes money to like a drug dealer who has a bear and has a load of crack on hand. The bear is t- it's addicted to crack and he specifically, I wish to ban all bears called Smokey the Bear who are friends with drug dealers known as Druggy Frank. Can I, is that is that who's specific? Or? Man, his parents, Druggy Frank's parents gave him no chance. They must have known, that. surely. They must have yeah. known before anyone else, really, when you think about it. In the womb. Ooh, feeling, I have a cra- um, craving some crack right now. <laughs> Very Moorish. <laughs> very. <laughs> Do you know what I think they never tell you about crack or kid? It's very Moorish. It's very just, Moorish. One just stops you, you can't stop. That's the thing. It's the Pringles of the drug world, really, when you think about it. Drugs are the Pringles of the crisp world? No, hang on. No, I don't know if that works. As you are. Um, never mind. It, so, like, what do you think about this, Sean? Do you think, do you feel like Florida might have maybe this law needs to be passed this for the safety of everyone there I th- like 
Does this one... I think this one man just thinks he can't kill a bear and he's terrified of that. No fatal bear attack on a human has ever been recorded in Florida, I just read, as well. Good, because they're black bears and you fight back. Yeah, you're loud. That's the rhyme. Dude, bears come up on this show We go back to Sean's rhyme of black bears. What do you do? If the bear is black, you fight back. If it's brown, you lie down. Yeah. You play dead. If it's a polar bear, you're dead anyway. You're dead anyway. It's fine. So black bears, you're saying... Oh, we actually, it's in the rhyme, so we're allowed to start some fisticuffs. Yeah, like, tell me you're arresting the man who squared up to a bear. <laughs> you're above the <laughs> he, law at that point. He has no fear. There's nothing we can do to take him out. Yeah, we would just be protecting the bears, if anything. <laughs> yeah. You're not protecting me from the bear. You're protecting the bear from me. Yeah, you're locked in here with bear. Grills. <laughs> Um, Sean, I think that's it for this week's weird news. What a week! The uh, we 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 really did the whole gamut there. We've been to the Falklands. We punched some bears. I mean, it's just a really weird to go every week. Did, did were people allowed to strap in and strap on for this? Should they have or no? I, I hope so. If you've if you've not been strapped in slash on this entire episode, you've about two minutes while I do the outro. Uh, thank you to everyone for listening to this episode of Weird News Wednesday we'll be back on Friday with Hero or Zero and next week with another episode of Weird News Wednesdays big thank you to everyone over on Patreon that's patreon.com forward slash heroes for hire podcast link to that is in the description and special shout outs go to Roisin and Baby Ben Palmer Joe Burney Ryan Kamatsu Dozer Enthusiast Evanson Waffles loves you and hopes you have a good day David Clark Sean Chuckin in the Wash and It'll Be Grand Jamieson Dominic Anna Irish Wallers forever and congrats Roisin on your baby Helmroos Daniel McLaughlin Luke is the gay gamer Lord Smish Michelle Brown Michaela Doughty Frost overwhelmed by uni and other bad choices Ed Ball Connor and Lorraine are debating which is cuter Sean's proposal in Japan or Connor's proposal on the pelp Russ a polite request that we do not hear any more spiders where they should not be reports parfait Jackson Bruheim decided to let Sean stay as host Liz had a few too many on St. Paddy's Day and tips please subscribe to the Patreon Kira Lawler Judge Lahey The Amazing World of Keza Mikey is alleged bag and chair's number one supporter Kyle Borowski Rory screamed when he was responded to on Twitter and Sean subbed to the Patreon after 10 creamy pints Thank you all very, very, very much for your support. We really couldn't do the show without you. Um, very big help every month, so thank you all for sticking around. If you want to support the show in other ways, there is the merch store, heroesforhire.e forward slash shop. Twitter is at heroesforhirepod, the four is the number four. Facebook is Detective Devilman's Discussion Group. Instagram is heroesforhirepodcast. The best way to ever help out the show is to tell one human being that we exist. Just the one, please. And I think that's about it, Connor. I think so. So I've been Connor Lawler. I've been Sean Neal. I shall see you all next week, guys. Bye. Bye.